know, how many of you sometimes you see that you, feel, you are feeling so down and all that? Because this to help you shake yourself and lose yourself. But otherwise, you will just be the same way you came, and then you will be going back the same way. But I believe that something is going off you, and God is filling you with joy. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, I'm so excited to see all of you. I've missed you so much. It feels like about five years since I went away. Hallelujah. But it's good to be back. Uh, we went for the Hamatan Bible Seminar. Hallelujah. Amen. Then after that, we followed it up with our Bishop's Conclave. Amen. And uh, a whole lot of decisions were taken and all that. It was a good meeting. So we closed somewhere late uh, Friday night, almost about 12 midnight. And uh, one has found himself here. So I'm glad to be back. And it's good to see you. Put your hands together. <laughs> Hallelujah. Please, let's take note of the announcements. Um, we are meeting with all the above 40s. I think that's after second service. And then also all workers, uh, I think the business community. And so it's like the professionals in the church and all that. Uh, so if you do any kind of job that you earn a salary, uh, earn something, I'll be having a meeting with you in my office right after service. And then also, um, the different things were listed for giving testimonies. Because a lot of people don't know what a testimony is, you know. But um, if you, we, we called some, we call it, we call one uh, a great change testimony. It means that your life has changed. I mean, just, your life has just changed. I mean, you used to be moody, but now you smile a lot. It's a testimony. You know, I think everybody feels that I should have some money or some something big before I can share. But now I feel free. It's a testimony. Or maybe or your relationship with your parents, your family has changed. It's a testimony. And then also we have a escape, great escape testimony. Maybe an accident, you escaped, uh, something happened in your house, electricity, some shock, and Charlie, you escaped. You know, people die out of that. You know, and then also we have uh, breakthrough testimonies. You have a breakthrough, a beloved, or a, a job, or <laughs> yeah. These are all testimonies you can share, or a visa that you got. It's a breakthrough testimony, you know, and uh, different things. We're going to list them and put them on the screen so that you will find out that every day you have a testimony. And as you keep sharing, I'm telling you, God is going to give you more testimonies. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, are you excited about what God is going to do in our lives today? Lift up your hands to the Lord this morning. And let's bless the Lord. Let's worship Him. So I believe that as I say the same thing again, it's going to help you. It's going to make you better. As you're all aware, our theme for this year is the year of the shepherd. Hallelujah. And um, we have said over and over again that God is looking for shepherds. A shepherd is somebody who has time to love and to care for somebody else apart from himself and his own children. Because there are some people, especially the ladies, 
apart from their babies and their whatever, kitty boobs and kitty babs, they cannot care for anybody else. But somebody who is a shepherd, their own, and look after somebody else. And the church is full of people who need somebody to take care of them. The pastor alone cannot do everything. You know, and um, like our sister sang, we all need, are so uh, vulnerable. They, they, are, they are nothing without the shepherd. And that is why God likens us to sheep. Psalm 96 um, uh, this is Psalm 96 verse 5 it says that we are the sheep of his pasture you know so that is who we are God describes us with no other animal he didn't call us alligators or snakes or crocodiles or whatever he calls us sheep and sheep are dependent on a shepherd you cannot do well as a sheep if you don't have a shepherd and that is why God is calling every one of us. Because the fact is that there are going to be more people in the church. You are not going to be the only ones. Very soon this whole place is going to be filled with people. And every one of you is supposed to have somebody that you are taking care of. You know. So, yes. Uh, somebody says, so if all of us become shepherds, who is going to be? There will be sheep. And you are going to bring them to the church. And that is why we want more people. And God says that, that my house may be filled. So God wants his house to be filled. Not this group of people. He wants this whole place to be filled. In our first service. So every one of us must have a mind. I mean, begin to change now. Because it looks like the transition is becoming, taking a long time. But we need to begin to tune our minds that, listen, God did not call me to just come and sit in the church and just be receiving, receiving, receiving all the time. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 12, it says that for when for the time you ought to be teachers, there is a time that you also now begin to teach somebody else. There's a time that you two will be standing here and preaching the word. It's a time it comes in every Christian's life. Christianity is not just about coming to church and sitting down and warming the chest and looking around. It is more than that. It's more than that. And that is why God saved you. Otherwise, you should have been dead by now. I remember Bishop gives a story about one time when he was in a, a taxi in London, one of these cabs, and as he sat in the taxi and was going... He was just chatting with the driver and he asked him, are you, are you, are you, do you believe in heaven? Do you believe in hell? The man said, I don't believe in any of these things. I don't believe. You know, these white British people, I don't believe. And so he asked Bishop, he said, but you, do you believe? He said, oh yes, I believe in heaven. I believe there's heaven, there's hell. So the man said, ah, so if you believe in heaven, why don't you just die? And just go, because this life, we are all struggling here. Why don't you just die and go? And Bishop said that before he could answer the guy, the time was up. He had to get down where he was going. And I brought to Charlie, if you sit in the car, they'll be charging you. You cannot just, he himself will be talking, saying, you know, this is time, I have to go. I gotta go, I gotta go, you go. So he just got down, he couldn't answer him. 
But I remember he said that he couldn't answer him, but he can answer us in the church. That the reason why we don't just die and go. Otherwise, every Sunday we should just put coffins here. We should just line coffins here like this. Anybody wants to give his life to Christ? Yes. Come. As soon as you give your life to Christ, bam, you die. Go. Because you have to go to heaven. We put you in the coffin, bury you. And every people are just going quickly. They are going. But that's not why. There are more people that God wants to reach out to. And that is why he saved you. Because he cannot use angels. I mean, if you and your house and an angel appear to you, you will even run away. But if you have another person like our sister Benedicta here, who is also just like you, and comes to sit in front of you and tells you that, you know what? This thing you are doing, I also used to do it. I used to also have boys. What's that song? They have a song. Uh, 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 oh, instead, I, I I used to go to the disco. Something, something. One of the stars, their song. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, pardon. Oh, we'll, we'll look for it. I'll, I'll get the olives to sing it. You know, uh, I used to chase girls, something, something, and then uh, now, and now there's a great something. There's a, and now I've changed, and now I've changed, and I'm born again, I'm born again. My life has changed, I'm brand new. <laughs> that song, yeah. But he said I used to have three boyfriends, I used to have three girlfriends. <laughs> I used to do, 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 I used to mess around. So he says, me too, I used to mess around just like you. But now I've changed. I'm born again. Now that you can relate because this person is just like you. But if you have somebody who has come, it's like he hasn't even, he doesn't know anything about girls, boys. He doesn't have feelings. He said, me, I've come from heaven. I don't know all these problems you are going through. I'm just coming to tell you, be born again. He said, my brother, don't bring yourself. You don't know the problems we are going through here. Are you getting it? So God needs you to go out there and reach people and bring them to Christ. Yeah. Somebody will lead me to Christ. That is what God is looking for. And it's time, my brothers. Derek, it's time. It's time. We, we have been sitting down for too long. Next week, I want every one of you to bring one person. Hold somebody's hand and say, I'm taking you to church. I want to see every one of you. Bring somebody to church. Let's make a change. At least in your lifetime, influence one person. Just one person. I remember when I went to first year, that's when I gave my life to Christ. When the lecture hall, waiting for the lecturer to come, and he was not coming. And one of our mates in the class, I'll never forget, forget, he just got up and he said, guys, as we are waiting for the lecturer, can I share my quiet time with you? And we said, okay, I mean, can talk. And he started sharing. Up to now, I don't even remember the things he said. But I just remember that he said, if there's anybody here who wants to give his life to Jesus Christ, 
Can you lift your hand? I'll pray with you. And right there in the lecture hall with all my friends, everybody. And those who knew me, they'll tell you. I mean, I was, I was also. Then I raised my hand. And myself and another brother. He also lifted up his hand. Called Kofi Odu. And we walked to the front of the lecture hall. I'll never forget that day. As I stood there. And we prayed. That was it. I didn't even know what had happened. Yes. Two things that gentleman did for me. Number one, he just, he led me to Christ. And number two, he showed me where I could go for new believers school. Those are the two things he did for me. And at New Believers School, I learned the word of God. I learned so many things. A lot of the scriptures I'm sharing with you, I learned it when I, I went for the New Believers School. And then, that's it. I stand here today as a bishop. I, I wonder whether he even knew what he was doing when he said, I want to share my quiet time in front of university students. And, and you know, people were just shouting, hey, hey, why? You know, but the guy preached. After now, I don't remember what he said. But I just remember when he said, Can, would anybody like to give his life to Christ? Yeah. Not too long ago, I went to preach in our church in Takradi. And he came there. He lives in Takradi. He's a reverend minister there. He sat there as I was preaching. He was crying. He was crying. He said, he never knew but as he was doing that thing that day, this was what was going to come out of him. And I remember just recently I went for a funeral. Some people, I think, the person, I don't know how they also came in, but Church of Pentecost people were also there at the funeral. And, um, my friend Kofi Odum that we gave our life to Christ together the same day never seen him since we finished school you know who should I see here comes Kofi Odum he's one of the elders in the church of Pentecost he's a main guy I said hey just the two of us gave our life to Christ that day first year You, you have no idea what you are even doing. You, you don't even know how you are affecting people's lives. You cannot just be in the church and not do anything. You cannot just be a Christian. You arrive in heaven and God will look at you and say, My friend, what, 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 what were you thinking? You think I just saved you to just come and sit down and eat and go back? I saved you so that others can also be saved. If Reverend Kakari had not stood there to share, I won't be standing here today. After over 30 years. I mean, you, you, even, you can't even imagine it. That what is going to happen? This thing I'm doing in 30 years' time. I'm preaching in Obuasi Church. I mean, <laughs> and I preach in so many countries. So many countries. Over, the other day I was trying to count. Over 26 countries I visited. Preaching. But you will never think that that thing you are doing is going to affect somebody's life. Yeah. I don't know why I'm saying all these things, but um, so we've just been talking about how you can become a shepherd. I mean, 
quickly. I just have some five minutes left. But just let me touch on it that there are five important conditions that you can satisfy. And you can see that it's something easy. If you thought that the shepherd is a very wild thing, there are some people, as soon as you talk about work in nature, hey, Pastor Blit, I beg you, me, I just, I'm just a, 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 what do they call a floor member? What are some of the things they say, man? I'm a common floor member. I, I, I'm not into these things. How come when in your office, your office, you want to be empty? But when you come to the church, you want to be floor member. Why? It doesn't make sense. You must aim for the top. Go for the best. Go for it. Go for it. And in this church, encourage everybody. And that's why we have our shepherd service. Four o'clock. It's a service, just like this service. We'll be here. Praise and worship will go on everything. Then the service will start. It's for people who want to be shepherds. You want to do the work of God. Come for that service. Your life will change. We're having it every Sunday. We are here, 4 p.m. Come. It's another service. We have these two services. First service is going to end very soon. Then there's a second service, which is a combination of tree and English. Or you can call it English. But after that, four o'clock in the afternoon, we have another service. Shepherds, anybody wants that we can see that you really are serious. I want to become a shepherd. Amen. Amen. Yeah. How many think that you like to be a shepherd? You like to do something for God. Just more than just sitting in the church. And God is not going to bring anybody. Bible says, Hebrews 5 verse 1. Bible says, every high priest is taken from among men. God will take from here. He's not going to take from anywhere else. From here. You see, what do you think? God needs you. Your nice smile. God needs it. Somebody needs a shepherd to come and talk to. Counsel him. Counsel her. I have no idea the things people are going through. Yeah. And when you become a shepherd, you don't just be just someone who is not serious. Because the singer, the lady, she said, I I was going through things and I needed my shepherd to visit me. But my shepherd will not come to me. And sometimes you see pastors and people, so-called shepherds, you have been giving sheep and you don't even look for them. When they don't even come to church, you don't even notice that they are not in church. Sometimes I have to call pastors and say, where is this person? Where is this person? Where? The pastor himself has not even noticed that the person. What kind of shepherd are you? But Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I yes. So, five conditions, because my time is up. Number one, you must have a desire. Just a desire. 1 Timothy 3, 1. It says, if a man desires the office of a bishop, maybe when you hear that word bishop, it's like, hey, no. It also means shepherd. Because that word used there in the Greek is the word poimen. Poimen, which means shepherd or an overseer. So if anybody desires to be an overseer, to take care of another person, the Bible says that you are desiring a good thing. The good work. Hallelujah. If there's any work you want to do in the church, I'm showing you the work to do. That the Bible says is a good work. Sweeping is good. 
Um, what other thing you do? Singing is good. Um, playing the instrument is good. But go beyond that. And you can see that the people who become shepherds, they rather do well. I mean, look at pastors. They are the ones still doing well. Helen Bela and all these people. And some other people, when we hear of them one time, that's it. We don't hear of them again. But the thing that will make you last and do well is when you go further. Yeah. Don McLean is a pastor. He's a pastor. He preaches in his church. Marvin Winans is a pastor. He preaches in his church. They are all pastors preaching in their churches. Yeah. So if you don't become a pastor, you don't become a shepherd, you, you don't last long. So desire, as for desire, everybody can have a desire. God has made something easy that everybody can have. Oh, as the next one, do you have a desire for something? Have you been desiring for some things? Yeah. If you're a young man, I'm sure you have been desiring for some things. Brothers, you know the things I'm talking about. You know it? If you have been desiring for those things, then you have a desire. Sisters, do you have desires that you have? Desire for boys. Girls like boys more than boys like girls. Oh, they like the the boys, pa, the girls. It's as if they don't like, but they like, papa. So desire, everybody has it. Number two, because we've gone over all these things, so but. I felt the Holy Ghost impressed on me. Just come and just touch on it again. And anything you don't have a desire for, I'm telling you, you will not do it. Yeah. If you don't have a desire for it, you will not do it. When you start having a desire for it, you see you are chasing after the thing. You are following it. You are looking for it. Because you have a desire for it. And people, they have desire for money. Their whole life is money. Where can I find money? Money. Some have desire to go abroad. Like my friend who used to ask, Charlie, you know, Sabi, anybody where you could film, help me make her go, Yonki. Yonki. Number two, um, where are we? Number two, um, what is it? Do you remember? I can't find it. <laughs> you must have a divine call. And um, I was just saying that the call is, 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 is something that everybody has it. Bible says that many are called. It's not a few. And I was telling you the other day that if you were God and you have to save a lot of people, will you call just a few people? No. You call many people. So many are called. Just that it's only a few that respond. It's a few. Somebody said, a few respond. Like as I'm speaking now, I've, I've spoken, you know, I've, I've, there's a call for shepherds here, but you see, when I finish, only a few really heard what I, it's a few who also respond and say, okay, this shepherd thing you're talking about, I like to do it. Yeah. One small boy went to church when he came back, Sunday school. His father asked him, so what did they teach you? He said, my pastor said, many are cold and a few are frozen. <laughs> that is what he heard. But it looks like that's what the church has become. Many are cold and a few are frozen. We will not rise up 
and do anything. But Samuel heard the call of God, heard it clearly when the Lord called him. And in fact, he thought it was his pastor. So he went to the pastor and said, I'm here. You called me. He said, no, I haven't called you. Three times. Then the last time, the pastor knew that it was God who was calling him. So you see, the natural and the supernatural, they are so close that you can't easily differentiate them. You easily think that it's man. As I'm speaking to you, it sounds like it's me, but it's God speaking to you. When you come to church, don't have that mind. His pastor, he's the one talking. He's the one. No. Why did I even come to repeat the thing that we have talked about already? Because the Holy Ghost told me, go back and say it again. Because maybe there's somebody, one more person will hear what you are saying. One more person will hear my voice. Number three, you need to have a willing commitment. And I told you that God looks for willing people. Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 12, verse 13. What does it say? He said, verse 12, what's that scripture there? He said, for if there be first a willing mind, it is accepted. A willing mind. The first thing. God is looking for somebody who is willing. Somebody who is eager. Somebody who wants to. What is it? Isaiah said in Isaiah chapter 6 verse 8. Here am I. Here am I. Send me. Who are you looking? You are looking for a shepherd. Here am I. Send me Lord. Send me. Where are the willing people? Not many. A lot of people are not willing to do the work of God. Not willing to become shepherds. Not willing We want something else, but we are not willing to do the things of God. He said, if you be willing and you be obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. God is always looking for willing people. Willing people. Are you willing? And I remember sharing with you signs of unwillingness. Oh, it wasn't this place. Did I share with you? You remember? What are the signs of unwillingness? Number one is what? Delayed response. When they call you, you delay. You delay. When you call somebody and the person delays in coming, delay. It's a sign. It's a sign. It's a sign. Yeah. It's a sign that the person doesn't want the thing. He's he's just trying to be but he delays. Uh, okay. We have seen it. He, he's not. But the one with the willing mind, he runs eagerly. He you have a house help. You call her. She takes her time. Adwa, madam, madam, me, me, ba, madam, me, me, ba. Hey, such a person must leave the house quickly. Yeah. Secondly, what? Another sign. Memory. When they call you. Every day we come shopping. It's a sign. It's a sign. Yeah, that you're not willing. You don't want it. Another sign is what? No, so you are doing it. That's the third one. You are doing the thing, but you are remembering as you are doing it. They are sweeping. Every day they are calling us. They are sweeping. You are doing it, but you are remembering 
is a sign. And number four is what your facial expression, which we can see from your face. I don't know. Sometimes you call somebody and see the person, their face changes. And then, so why, why are you calling me? That's all you can see. As I'm preaching, there are some who are very excited about it or something. Another sign is what? Body language. The way, yeah, 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 I mean. Brothers, you must learn to notice these things. You are going to rap a sister. You, you should notice the body language. The way... Straight away, you should know that the sister is not interested. But there are some brothers, they don't see you. That's walking around the sister. He's not interested. And there are some things you should see it even before you go. I'm talking about a brother trying to rap a sister. You should see that this sister, it can, go, it can work. Well, there are some you know that the way they are behaving, <laughs> like I'm but just trying to. But there are some you can see that this one, it won't work. Not going to work. But you are chasing the thing like something. And we are just standing there watching you as you are just misbehaving. So, these are things. And so, if you are that kind of person, you should know that you are, you are not willing to do the things of God. And God looks at the heart. God can see all these things. Maybe pastor may not see. But God can see it. Yeah. When he called me to come and do his work, I said, I'll do it. When I look at my life, the way my life has been, oh, I would like to help other people to become better, to change their lives and become better. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. It's not that some people are special. But it's you. Number four is what? You need to have a godly character. A godly character. Because we also don't want somebody who is just also coming and then you say, okay, everybody must be a shepherd. You're a shepherd, but life no, as a shepherd too is not good. That's why we hear all these scandals about pastors and this thing. You know, you need to change your life. If you say you are going to become a shepherd, we need a changed life. That's a change. Something must change about you. We can't just have you doing all sorts of things. If we put this thing in your hands, you eat all the sheep. These are called sheep-eating shepherds. Go and visit the, the ladies and they'll be eating them. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So Bible says that a good name is better. Proverbs 22 verse 1. A good name is rather to be chosen. Yeah. Reverend Benipo, a good name a good name, isn't it? Rather to be chosen than riches. It's better. We want somebody with a good name, not somebody who is just whatever. Ecclesiastes 7.1 is also another thing that talks about a good name. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 1. A good name is better. That's what we are looking for. People with a good name. When they mention your name, oh, that shepherd... 
a few days ago, I was talking to another pastor who was saying that a shepherd in his church was having some kind of relationship with a member. And I've been communicating with the member on Facebook. And that shepherd has another Facebook page and has one dedicated to be doing such things. So the lady found out that, ah, but this guy is also here. And they got some more information and found out that it's a member of that guy's church. And he told he said, are you sure? Okay, give me the phone. And he was communicating with the, this as if he was the girl. And telling him, so when do you want to come to my house? When? So I'm coming, I'm coming for the weekend. I'm coming, hey. I'm coming for the weekend, so prepare. So what, so what do you want me to do? So make some food and things. It's okay, you have to bring money. And the guy sent 500 CDs. I took the money, gave it to the girls. You see, these are the people in the church. So a sheep eating shepherd here, we can't have you. Listen, we need shepherds, but we don't want shepherds who are going to give us problems. Yeah. Your character is very important. Everybody, you must check your character. Yeah. They are, the panties have a proverb. They say, Why won't feds overcome? But who's Suban or Zobeba? It's a proverb. It means your beauty will take you, but your character will bring you back. And there are some girls, they look very beautiful. Oh, Nale, beautiful. Oh, Nale, beautiful. But I tell you, it's a marijata. It will eat you in the house. What kind of lady are you? That you are smiling beautifully, beautifully, but when we go to the house with you. Shaking us in the house. Look at the near sister and say, hey, you are very beautiful, pa, but I don't know whether that's how it is or there's another part of you. When Paul was writing to Timothy about uh, pastors in 1 Timothy chapter 3, he lists the things who a pastor must be or a shepherd must be. Eh? So many things. He said a shepherd must be blameless. Verse 2, 1 Timothy 3. Blameless in conduct. We should not have anything to be saying about you. Must be the husband of one wife. One woman. Not that you have so many ladies around you. Eh? He must be somebody who is vigilant. Sober. He must be of good behavior. Good behavior. Good behavior. What kind of behavior do you have? Eh, you cannot just become a shepherd. Huh? Giving to hospitality. In other words, you love people. If you don't love people, you cannot. There are some ladies, they don't like people. And that is why the fifth point, because let me add it because my time is up. You have brought yourself. The fifth point is that you must marry somebody who also can be a good material for ministry. Don't just marry any girl. One day we went to visit my wife and I, we went to visit somebody. When we arrived in the house, the wife was standing at the door and she was leaning by the door like this. Yes. Yes, what do you want? 
So we are looking for him. He's not there. He's not there. Then we left. Such a person. And then when your husband is talking to somebody, hey, hey, hey. Why? <laughs> you can't be talking to people. But the work of a shepherd, I'll be talking to ladies. If my wife was such a person, all of you would have left the church by now. When she sees you, she'll be looking at you. The first one will be just looking at the second time. They won't know what's it. No, 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 no. You don't need such a wife. When I met her, I went to look for her one day. She said she has gone to preach in some school in Kumasi. I said, hey. What school was it? Was it St. Louis or one of those schools? She, now she's forgotten. I said, she's going to I think I went there twice or three times. Every time I go, she's going to preach somewhere. I said, no, Obai, you're good. <laughs> she's a marriageable type. I need to marry her. Yeah. Not just any lady sitting down and acrylic nails, this, that, that, every day. That they are very kebabs. Obai, where are you? Legon, Legon, and you're kebabs. KNUS in Abai, and you and you're very kebabs. Type of ladies that you are married. <laughs> you need a good woman who can stand with you in the ministry. When you are going visitation, she's going with you. Hey! Before we go marry, my wife was going to look for somebody somewhere. And she told me, let's go and look for, let's go and visit somebody. I said, wow, I'll go with you. She was the shepherd, lady shepherd, going to look for somebody. I said, I'll go with you. Why not? I remember when we went to look for the lady. When we arrived at the place, nobody even knew the lady. When we mentioned her name, they couldn't tell. That's why a shepherd, you must have certain things. You must ask for the person's name that they use in the house and other things. That's a good shepherd. You, you know things. Guy name. That's, that's, that's. As we mentioned the name, people were. But I realized that every time we talk, the people will say, Ah, like you I can do not be here. The, uh, uh, the lady with the plenty backside, they were all saying the same thing. So, ah, what is this thing? They kept saying it, kept saying it. So I just told my wife, those days she was just, Were well, you my beloved? You are my beloved. I said, Let's go and look for this you I can do not be here because maybe it could be her. And when we went to the house, the person they pointed, Lo and behold, she was the one. But she was seated, so we couldn't see her face properly. So her, her backside properly. She was bathing her baby or something. So we spoke with her and then we said, okay, we are leaving. So we left. One day we were in the taxi in Accra, around UTC area. Then people were crossing the road. So the taxi stopped so that the people would cross. And then as they were crossing, I saw some woman, men, men. <laughs> men. I mean the backside. What, 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 Is that to whom to? To whom for? To whom does it belong to? To whom to? I said, what kind of lady with the plenty backside is this? Then I looked at the face. Lo and behold, it was the Yoe Keduna Pierre. be given to hospitality, up to teach. In other words, you are capable of teaching people. What kind of person are you? 
You have to hear the Lord every day you are here. Hey, give me, give me, give me. My name is Jimmy. You have received and received everything. When are you also going to sit people down and say, the Bible says, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Teach somebody else something. Not giving to wine. Not somebody who's been drinking, drinking, drinking. Not a striker. Somebody who beats the wife. Hey! You like beating, striking. That is not a good shepherd. That's not a good shepherd. And if you're a shepherd, you have been doing that stuff from today. If you're a man, you beat women. I don't know what's wrong with you. There's something wrong with you. You are you are mad. How can Bible says that you should dwell with them like a weaker vessel? How can you be beating your wife? Why? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Tell the nearest brother, don't beat your wife, don't touch her, don't do anything to her. Ah. What's wrong with you? I don't know why I'm saying all these things, but I just I just one who is patient. If you are not patient, you can't be a shepherd. Some of you, we have been patient with you. Because the way you are, if we are not patient, we will, we will all stop the church. Because you have some way. You now you know yourself that you have some way. Hmm? Not covetous. Not a brawler. Covetous means that you are doing the thing for money. Hey. Eh? Ruler of his own house, not a novice. Must be of good report from outsiders. These are conditions that if you can satisfy, I'm telling you, you're going to be a good shepherd. Good shepherd. And I believe that there are many of us here who satisfy all these conditions. God can use you. I said, God can use you. If you can avail yourself, God can use you and make you a great shepherd in his house. And I feel that God is calling many people that you should rise up and say, listen, from today, Enough is enough. I'm tired of being the only person who is looking after myself, me, myself, and I. Everything is about me. But now I'm going to set aside some time to also take care of some other people. And as you do, Jesus says, you love me. And as you love him, many blessings are going to come your way. I see many of you rising up to become shepherds. And I see God using you for great works. Stand to your feet and let's close. Wow. Hallelujah. Are you glad that God is going to use you to do his work? Lift up your hands to the Lord and talk to him right now. Oh yes. Just commit yourself to God. Commit yourself to God. Pray that in this year of the shepherd, you will become a shepherd in the house of God. Oh yes. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my hands and my feet. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart. Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. If you can use, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. 
make it your prayer today. Lift up your hands and tell the Lord if you can use anything. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Oh, tell the Lord if you can use anything. Oh, yes. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Oh, take my hands and my feet, Lord. Yes. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart. Touch my heart, Lord. Speak through me. If you can use If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Today, as every head is bowed and all eyes closed, I believe that God is calling somebody here. Maybe you're here, you're not born again, you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me, I want to give my life to Jesus, I want to be born again. If you're here like that, you want to surrender your life to Jesus. Wherever you are, every eye closed and every head bowed. Lift up your right hand, I'll pray with you. You want to give your life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand, I'll pray with you. God bless you. God bless you, I see your hands. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, please do one more thing for me. I want you to move out of your seat and come to me in front here. I'm going to pray with you. Come, my dear sister. Come, my brother. Clap for them as they come. It's a good day to give your life to Jesus. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Come all the way here. Face me. God bless you. Turn and face me. Face me. God bless you. God bless you. Just lift up your two hands and we're going to pray. Repeat after me. Say, Jesus, today I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's book of life. From today, I am yours. And you are mine. I will serve you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Amen. Father, I thank you for these ones. I pray for them that none of them will backslide. The Jesus, I surrendered my life. And today I stand here as a bishop over your children. Raise them up also as pastors, as shepherds, as bishops in your house. Five years from today, ten years from today, twenty years from today, may they still be standing strong and serving you. May they not backslide. May they serve you till Christ comes. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name.